Welcome to the Stephen Mansfield Podcast. Well, welcome to the Stephen Mansfield Podcast. I want to talk to you about a dynamic of American politics that we really saw playing out in the recent midterm election, but that is true in all of politics almost all the time, particularly in the United States. I remember a political science professor of mine once telling us that the electorate bounces Now, that was his kind of casual shorthand way uh, of saying a broader principle of life. In fact, it's actually, I think, a spiritual truth. But let's just talk about what he meant. Then I'll talk about what I mean and put it in my own terms. He said, if you push the electorate one way, they're going to bounce back the opposite way in the next election or before too long. You push them in one direction and they bounce. And that's almost always what happens in politics. Well, let me let me express it in a broader way, and then I'll apply it to what's happened recently. Um, the broader way is to say what you sow, well, you reap what you sow. That's straight out of the King James Bible. You 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 reap what you sow. Now we say what goes around comes around. Okay, what you plant's going to grow. What you sow, you're going to reap. What goes around comes around. Okay, uh, in other words, you get back what you put out. Some people speak of this in terms of karma. I don't actually believe in karma, um, but but I do believe that there's a spiritual truth um, that is in the order that God has made in the world, and it's certainly a truth of spiritual behavior. I mean, of human behavior, that what you plant is going to grow. If I treat my wife a certain way, I will eventually get that back. If I if I treat people a certain way, I will eventually get that back. Treat them harshly, plant seeds of, for example, in my wife's soul of anger and hatred and criticism and and you're so unworthy or what have you, I'm gonna get treatment that is the opposite direction back at me. I'm gonna get the anger and resentment and the put downs that I've been sowing into her. Uh, It's just a truth of of all of life. Uh, in, In the same way that I think it's true that when you're generous, that people that you, you reap generous generosity. I mean, it's just a, it's just a way of life. It's a spiritual truth. It's taught in almost every great religion, um, because I think it's just the way God made the world. But it's absolutely a principle of politics, and the reality is that when you push things politically in a certain direction, especially if you're not in in keeping pace with the electorate, with the body of voters, with the people. They are going to, in a sense, push back. Politics is made to make a pendulum swing back against what you did in in the extreme in one direction. It's going to go in the opposite direction. And man, that is what we've seen. Let me just illustrate it in politics. Uh, Barack Obama... Uh, whatever his virtues, uh, whatever his strengths, and I have written a book about him in which I think I was very, very kind and, and I admire parts of his life, so I'm not just overall criticizing him. But Barack Obama pushed a rather left-leaning agenda about as hard as a president could in eight years. I mean, he pushed LGBT issues. He pushed abortion. He pushed um, a rather left-leaning approach to foreign policy. He pushed just about every, in just about every single way, he pushed a rather left-leaning agenda hard. Well, what happened in the next election? 
The electorate didn't choose a person that would be an extension of, of his uh, legacy, of his style. In other words, another four or 12 or another four or eight years, in other words, 12 or 16 years total of that style, of that left-leaning agenda. No, the electorate went with somebody who's almost the polar opposite, almost directly opposite. In other words, the ball bounced. Um, I, I know a, a politician, a political analyst who says the electorate's made of rubber. Push them one way, they react the opposite way. And that's what happened. Barack Obama pushed hard left for eight years. The electorate came back. I'm speaking of the electorate as a total body now, not just certain segments. The electorate came back and went hard the opposite direction. They rejected Hillary Clinton, who might have been an extension of Barack Obama for four or eight years. And instead, they went with Donald Trump, who is about as opposite Barack Obama as it's possible to be. So the electorate bounces. The electorate pushes back. The electorate's made of rubber. Or what you sow, you're going to reap. You push one way, things are going to come back the opposite way. So that's, that's how that works. Well, the same thing has happened now uh, in this midterm election. Uh, Republicans and Donald Trump pushed in one direction very hard. And at least at the popular level, at the, at the level of the House, at the level of local elections, there was a hard push back the other way. There may not have been the blue wave that people were expecting, meaning a, a great wave of Democrats um, uh, and blue states uh, that some people expected, but there absolutely was a pushback. Donald Trump has been hard on women, and now there are more women in Congress than ever. Do you see how it bounces? It pushes back. Uh, Donald Trump went hard against uh, the Democrats. The Democrats took the House. Um and, and, and this is going to continue. And this is one of the things that really, uh, one of the tr- truths that really should inform statecraft. It really should inform the way people lead politically. You're going to get back what you put out. Donald Trump stood up after Election Day, and we all, I think, were kind of embarrassed uh, that he trashed the Republicans who lost, uh, who hadn't really embraced him, kind of blamed their loss on these people not embracing him. Uh, and, and then, of course, he said that the day was a great big victory, and he extolled a few senators uh, who embraced him and who won. He made the whole thing about him. Well, Part of the lack of wisdom of his leadership style is that he is building resentment. He is planting seeds of resentment. He is planting seeds of discord. He is planting seeds of opposition. Um, he is planting, planting hatred, and he's going to get that back. We are now going to have at least two years until the next election. We are now going to have constant investigations and constant opposition and constant calls for impeachment. We're going to have a raucous, disruptive political season. And quite frankly, I'm not blaming Donald Trump for all of this, but he certainly has planted those seeds. He certainly has pushed the electorate in that direction. And now he's going to get it back in spades as they say, because it's as true in politics as it is with your money, as it is with your words, as it is with how you live, you get back what you sow. You sow, you reap. You put bad stuff in the soil, you're going to get bad stuff back. And that's what's about to happen. So now the disruptor, this New Jersey brawler, this hard talking, hard cussing, womanizing, you know, drive the agenda, screw the Democrats, you know, kind of guy, this, this, this brawler president that we have has had his two years um, with a Republican House and Senate. And now... 
there's been this turn, this bounce back, this uh, th- this this return, this harvest, so to speak, against him, and we're going to have a very difficult few years. And I, and I'm bringing all this up for a number of reasons. First of all, this is a good way to look at the electorate. It's a good way to look at politics. It's a good way to understand what's going on in Washington. It's also, by the way, a great way to great principle by which to live your life. But also, it explains what's going to be happening in the future. And it, I think it also is, like I say, the undergirding of of noble statecraft. If you're going to run for office, or if I know many of, many of you who are in office listen to this podcast, keep in mind the fact that what you plant politically grows, that what you sow, you will reap, that things will come back on you. And Donald Trump is now going to reap, as they say, the whirlwind. He's now going to reap the storm that he has launched with his words, with his hatred, with his opposition, with his tweets, with his picking on people, with his dishonor of, of even people on his own staff. Uh, He likes chaos. He likes brawling. He feels like a a good fight summons his best. He gets up every morning. It's almost like he gets up every morning and things are too calm. He just picks a fight because it summons his energies. And that's what now he's going to deal with. He's going to have in January a lot of people sworn in who don't like him, who feel like he hates them and opposes them, who feel like he's created a climate of, of combativeness and viciousness and anger. And we're going to have a hellacious two years. And by the way, it may be more than that, because if, let's say, Joe Biden should win the next presidential election and let's say the Democrats take the House, these people hate Donald Trump. They hate the evangelicals Who's rounded, uh, who have uh, surrounded Donald Trump. They despise the Republicans who have enabled him, and they're going to come back on him. There's going to be, as we say in our modern movie terms, blowback. Now, my point is not that you shouldn't be fierce and that you're not, not, not that you shouldn't be a warrior and not that you shouldn't contend for your values. But when you do it in a small, mean, personally vicious way, when you appoint a guy to be your attorney generals like Jeff Sessions and then undermine him every day he's in office and then finally fire him in some backhanded, vicious way, you're planting things. You're planting stuff. You're creating a culture. Um, you're you're, you're cr- preparing a harvest for yourself and for the country. So now we're going to deal with a two-year blowback, at least two years, on Donald Trump. There will be efforts to impeach him. It'll be all window dressing, but at least they will attempt. There will be efforts to thwart his agenda. There will be efforts to do very left-leaning things. There will be efforts to bring back the Obama years, so to speak, in terms of policy. Um, It's going to be a very, very contentious time. And Again, I think if you've heard me for a long time, you know I don't mind contention in politics. I don't get nervous when we have a, a budget shutdown and so on because it means that people are actually contending for their for different sides. That's how politics works. That's what the founding fathers intended. I'm not bothered that we have tension in politics. I am bothered by viciousness. I am bo- bothered by meanness. I am bothered by the politics of personal destruction. And I think we're going to see people's careers destroyed. I think we're going to see a tremendous contention. And a lot of it is because that is the culture that has been created. Whatever was good or bad about the Obama years, at least among the good, was that it was not personally vicious. 
It was not. They were. They were. I mean, I hardly agree with anything Obama did as a matter of policy, and as an evangelical, felt like he bombarded my faith. Nevertheless, uh, he, there was a certain level of nobility and civility in that administration. We have to say, but now that has been thrown out the window, and we are going to see serious bombasts. So. Keep this principle in mind as you lead yourself in whatever roles you're in. Keep this principle in mind as you look and try to understand American politics and be aware that that's what we're heading into, a season of bombast, a season of disruption, a a season of payback, a season of blowback, because that's what has been planted. And I think that there are as a higher way to go. There's a higher statecraft. There's a higher statesmanship, but I'm not sure that's going to going what's going to happen now. I think there are people heading to Congress who are gunning for Republicans, gunning for Donald Trump, and despise what they perceive he has done to this country. And that's where we're heading. We need to prepare for it. We need to pray over it. Pray for it as much as possible. Pray that it's limited. Um, And we also need to see better people in office, quite frankly. I don't mean better than the people on the left who are now elected. I'm not gunning for them. I'm talking about on both sides. We've had absolute childishness reigning on both sides. It's time for some statesmen and women to arise. Stephen Mansfield is a New York Times bestselling author, a popular speaker, and a frequent faith and culture commentator on Fox and CNN. His groundbreaking books on faith and society include The Faith of George W. Bush, The Search for God in Guinness, Mansfield's Book of Manly Men, and Lincoln's Battle with God. Learn more at stephenmansfield.tv.